So the thing that just happened here in the Rank Ideas verse Studio. Yep. HQ, um, is we got about 20 minutes into, quote-unquote, recording an episode and uh, realised that the um, recording that our... uh, I I don't want to bring up by name the brand of our... um, podcast recording gear now because now people will just be hearing it in the context of it not working. Well, let's face it, it's worked for 70 episodes in a row. Yeah, yeah. It's a great bit of gear, but in this case, uh, it didn't work and uh, we lost the conversation. Oh, I'm so sad about it. It was- We were motoring. It was a good I, one. I was feeling like my favorite one. Yeah. I often feel that way though. Yeah. Um, when when you all, make, all you make is hits, you know. It's tough. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, how would Prince- Pick between you got the look, uh, feet uh, Sheena Easton, and um, my name is Prince. How would he pick between those two massive hits? I wouldn't be able to if I were the artist known as Prince. Um, rest in peace, Prince. Um, but I have an idea about how to manage this because yeah. what, what we don't want to do is try and um, replicate the topic we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, I strongly agree. But what I would like to do, there were a couple of ideas that just came up adjacent to the idea that we were doing, and I would like to launch into one of those and maybe invite the listeners to see if they can guess what the topic we had been talking oh, I about love that. was based on what we do. Did you uh, just abbreviate adjacent? <laughs> or is adjacent a word? Yeah. Adjacent is a word. Uh, it's Well, it's an abbreviation, <laughs> yeah, as okay. is yeah. Yeah. It's an abbreviation yeah. of yes that takes the same amount of time to say as yes. Yeah, and, and more letters. Indeed. Um, okay, that's great. So, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about an edge uh, topic yeah. to the one that we were discussing. Because we're edge lords. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're going, and we invite you to write in and guess. We and, won't tell you, yes. And if you're correct, um, you win a prize. Yeah, you would definitely win a prize. We're committing to that now. 70 free episodes of the podcast, <laughs> Rank Ideas. Um, so, the ideas I think uh, would be fun to pick from to talk about now and cross and all came up in our discussion just now would be violence, safety, and comfort. You have it. Ooh. Instinctively I want to do comfort. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I think that was the one we didn't actually we didn't actually state it in the other topic no, we, we were just didn't. discussing we didn't say, but it was the one that kept it was at the edge of my consciousness was the whole it? time. Oh interesting. So yeah I think that's the one I want to do too. Oh yeah wonderful. All right. Let's get into it. And um, apologies, listeners, for the lost tapes. Yeah. Uh, one day um, you'll be able to enjoy them once you, when uh, parallel universe travel is finally uh, afforded us by the um, Victorian state government. Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion. This lotion, this lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas. Welcome all in one to the Rank Ideas podcast, the only podcast in the world that correctly ranks every idea from the human canon in order of best to worst in an ever-expanding list. And since we're rating the concept of comfort against all the other human ideas that we've ranked so far, we thought no better place to do it than here in my room. Uh, I'm on a beanbag. Yeah. And I mean, this is how we record every episode. And so I feel instantly self-implicated in any discussion of comfort. Uh Let's, you know, let's do a quick rundown of uh, a general day in my life, uh, including today. I wake up just in time for Chris to arrive here to record the podcast mid-morning. I always wonder that, what time, like how... 15 how f- minutes before you get okay. here, yeah. every time. Oh, good to know. Yep, um, exactly. 
And then, um, yeah, and then after this, I'll uh, fang across to my uh, friend Nick Mick's house, who also is our podcast producer, um, on the tram, on the light rail. And then we'll, he and I will go and do a wait session together. Um, and then after that, I'll have um, a fairly, le- like a sort of relaxed lunch, maybe answer some emails over the lunch. Then I'll, um, I, I got one meeting today for one of my two jobs as an art producer um, that'll be like an hour long. And then I'll do uh, a, th- a three-day, a three-hour workday at the gym um, from uh, four till seven. Um, just it's just working with clients. And then I'll have a quick dinner break. And then I'll have a wrestle with some of my wrestling training buddies. And most of that will play out within like the same two-block radius. I'll go. I'll go across town to do weights, but the rest of it is just a complete setup here. I like how inevitably and rapidly. Um, our podcast has slid to the mean of all podcasts, which is um, descriptions of like your productivity and efficiency, you yeah, know, like exactly. that, that's the genre. That's the real genre that we need to, mm-hmm. that's the market we need to hit. People got to get it. People yeah. got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> you out there, you get it. <laughs> I believe it. in you. That's it. If I can get up at 5am and drink coconut water, so can you. That's, exactly. that's how <laughs> mature my concept of... <laughs> Productivity is uh, it's coconut. early, and the water's more expensive. <laughs> coconut sumption. Yeah. Um, I uh, right. That sounds pretty comfortable, Nick. It's quite comfortable. Mm. Ultra segue. Um, so, what's the definition of comfort, Chris? Is it to do more with? Is so people talk about comfort zones. That's very much in the in the lingo these days in the in this English language which we speak. Um, what is the what is, what zone is the comfort zone? No, we're not ranking comfort zone because that's a distinct. That's distinct from just comfort. It's true. Um, Cross maps with ideas like um, I'm I just struggling not to think about it as a, a in a positive sense. Like rather than like you, you don't have any physical stimulus that are taking away from your good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's interesting. I feel like that's what we got to unpack, right? Because if you're ranking the idea of comfort as a as a value. Um, then you are, then you have to interrogate is like, is comfort a outright, like we, I feel we can start comfort isn't an outright good or bad. I think we can start with that thundering Mm. hot take. Comfort is just the idea of, um, being able to stay in a zone of, um, personal frame of reference and proven, um, pleasures and solaces, um, proven, uh, or, or, you know, uh, things that are well within your, um, previous experiences of the things that give you the most instant sense of safety and, um, pleasure, um, or, um, things that just, uh, give you, you know, uh, give you a sense of reassurance, um, or just, uh, a re reifying or a, um, reinforcement of, um, a sense of the, like a certain sense of the world or, a, you know, or, or cause for optimism or at least, um, um, alleviation of despair or stress or fear. Sure. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so then we talk about, are there experiences other than that? Are there experiences of fear, stress, um, walking at, working outside your frame of reference, working outside your, um, uh, yeah, working outside the things that are instantly comforting, are there versions of that which are um, worthwhile? Um, for sure. Yeah, for sure, right? So I think, you know, this is this is an easy one to maybe fall headlong into being really smug about in terms of, you know, um, 
like, I feel like the dumb version of this conversation would just be like, well, uh, it's not great to always be comfortable. I think we can trust our uh, incredible listeners to um, already have buy-in on that idea. But I think it is a bit funny. It is kind of interesting and fun to talk about where um, the common narrativized um, sense of the, lo- of, the, of the good and bad lines around that are. What's your instinct? Mm, my instinct is that um, pres- the, uh, the thing that's been really worthwhile for me in life and that I have had an advantage of, you know, like it's been a real advantage for me to be able to come to this earlier and have resource and support to come to this earlier is that um, the, biggest com- the biggest comfort zone of comfort or side of comfort that for me to step outside that's done the most good has been my own sense of self as um you know as 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 a good um as as the most correct or good or uh supportable actor in any situation so you know that like a really simple example of yeah just being able to step outside my own ego protection in situations has been on the whole uh a worthwhile thing in my life that's helped me and has never been comfortable it's so interesting as a neutral feature because um because there's like there's like comfort across time as well. And like yep. the, and the comfort that you make may choose in the narrative that you are the good actor in a situation. Mm. Um, I don't think he's ultimately a comfortable one because you're going to have to, this is the thing, there's right? going to be a huge collapse at some point where you realize, Oh, hang on. Hang Even on just the scrambling to maintain that sense, that construction of reality. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing, right? Like comfortable situations can often be corrosive long-term. Yeah. I feel like, again, this is the and thing. And not to you to, to others or, to others yeah. but yeah just or just the idea of like situations can be unpleasant and comfortable as in people will stay in situations that they're not yeah. enjoying and not they're, having a good they're time familiar. they're familiar they feel feel like they know the parameters of them and yeah. yeah and we talked about this in previous episodes the idea of people having um knowledge which is wrong like but is their knowledge that is hurting them that is giving them pain and suffering in their life and them having a X amount of self-awareness or at least the hunch that if they could just move beyond a sense of that knowledge to a different, to have a different knowledge that they would have a better time in their life, but just being unable to do it for years and years, or maybe for, maybe for their whole lifespan because of the incredible discomfort that that process would involve. Yeah. There are, I mean, that's like a common path of therapies to help people. Yeah navigate away from situations that they sort of have a metacognition around. Yeah. And these are the sort of smart, you know, again, like it's, it, for me, it's, there's um, an ongoing attempt to calibrate my sense around this stuff and not fall into smugness or, um, or a sense of too much sureness. Um, you know, in my day job at the gym, you know, I'm asking people to put stress onto their bodies. Like maybe, you know, as, as a, as an, uh, exercise doer and facilitator um i know that like factually exercise is stress on the body you have to take the body into a, into a um a site or an experience that it hasn't had before for it to adapt for it to change in ways that people are pursuing uh change in and um so that doesn't line up to um come you know to a perfect uh, experience of comfort and i think a lot of the a lot of um selling uh, methods in the fitness industry or, you know, understandable attempts that people make to try and get themselves into an, a physical practice are often, you know, are often selling or trying to protect that idea of, of comfort, you know? I mean, everything. Yeah, it's re- there's one product that comes to mind when you say that straight away, which is, I'm not sure if you remember, 
I'm not sure if they even still exist, but there was um, something on daytime television ads for a while, which is it would give you apps while you just sat there, but it was like some machine you'd strap to yourself and it mm-hmm. would just basically run an electric current to stim- to contract your muscles. And like as a kid, I was like, wow, that's great. We're at the future where you just don't, you don't even need to move and you, you get there. fit. But of course, in reality, like that would be exhausting. <laughs> I love the idea. Again, and it shows that people's construction of comfort or at least their game theory of attempt to have comfort. Like the idea that someone would rather just sit and be electrically shocked. Yeah. <laughs> rather than sit up. Yeah. But um, also, you know, mine is not to, uh, I can't pass judgment on what kind of nice time people want to have while watching TV. But yeah, it, what I get reminded of is um, many, many times over the years, I'll uh, have inquiries um, from potential uh, exercise clients where they will want to talk about um, they'll be pitching getting me to come to their house or they'll be pitching me just giving them a program to go and do on their own so that they can do it at the at, at a gym that's cheap or close to their place or um, wanting to do times that are really specific to them. All keep completely understandable impulses. I too, as I described before, I'm someone who sets up my days very self-indulgently and selfishly and for my own convenience at the very least. Um but yeah, usually at the you know when I was a, when I was newer in the industry, I would come a little bit further to meet them. But the thing that I just quickly saw as a trend, maybe not for everybody, but definitely for most people, is that people who were starting out on that basis of oh, I just need to make the exercise be really easy to happen in my life and not have to push outside of my um, sites of comfort, they just it wouldn't work. Like mm. it doesn't work. As in, because um, they're conflicting ideas fundamentally. Yeah, as in. You, yeah, basically, yeah, it's it's very reductive to say no. Actually, you need to leave. You need to you need to do something that isn't super convenient. You need to get into the habit of doing something that isn't super convenient um, to progress in those areas. But it's for most people, it's going to be true. Like as in, there needs yeah, the site of most convenience is not going to be the site of f- at least effective and progressive and sustainable change in those areas. Um, and yeah, and I mean that's been true again. There are, uh, it's kind of rich for me to say that because again, I, I pursue all kinds of um, chill convenience in my life, but there are still, there are enough things in my day where I, I mean, factually, I don't ever want to do anything. Like I don't want to, um, you know, and maybe I'm at one extreme, which makes it conversely easier for me to get across like habits of going outside of my comfort zone because my comfort zone is just, is literally just lying in bed, scrolling my phone. And I could happily, there's a part of me that could happily do that for all eternity and not even be up, not even be upset with myself. Just be like, this is great. Look at all, this is great. Wikipedia is great. Lying down, beds are great. Um, and I certainly don't want to fall into any kind of bullshit. We haven't ranked actualization yet, but I'm going to be, it's going to be in my sights to go low. Yeah. Haven't we? We oh, we, a, can't, we rank fulfillment. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, and fulfillment's in our like bottom We're pretty 10. Pretty edge, yeah. Indeed. <laughs> and um, uh, so, yeah, none of this is about me being like, people need to make something of themselves. They don't. No one does. But if you want to, if, for instance, like that's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the sites of thought experiment around how comfort does or doesn't play out in terms of achieving things. Yeah, I think like, because I'm, I'm the same. And I think at a meta level, like, like when I, if I do, you know, spend, so I, I had to do self-quarantining, self-isolating yep. recently. And basically the task was don't leave. And so I just had to lie down and do nothing. Like I couldn't leave a small room and, 
And uh, first few days, I like, I'm made for this. This is like a really easy thing mm-hmm. for me to do. But in reality, it became pretty hellish, and I, I really struggled because that- because at a, at a because uh, it's not actually comfortable just to be in what are the I guess the aesthetics or the immediate um, concept of of, uh-huh. of, of of a kind of you know, a kind of comfort, you know, because I was just there doing whatever I wanted. But at a meta level, like, I really want to be doing a variety of things across a period of time. And I want to be happy to do, yeah. you know, nothing when that feels good as well. But um, it's it's not actually comfortable. Uh, it, it, sorry. It, yeah. It's not actually comfortable just to be lying in tracksuit pants all day Here as much go. as I, as much as I love it. So is this, is this the useful articulation? Um, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe maybe it's not a particularly useful artic- articulation. I'm the, no, but I think it suggests one to me, which is that one of the features of comfort as an idea is it leads a human being to prefigure what their comfort is going to be. As in, yeah, yeah, as in comfort means which serves as a, bit, a barrier to yeah. some of the things that will like that. I in I can only speak from my experience, but I hear other people say the same thing. Yeah, you know what so many of your happiest memories and the things that you enjoy the most are when you're way outside of your comfort zone, doing yeah. things you would never otherwise be doing uh, and memory, supported to it. Memories of times that include re- like suffering in them. Yeah. And um, yeah. and again, we've got asceticism ranked real low, so we're not saying that through suffering comes transcendence, but yeah. we're, all we're saying is that people's predictive uh, capacity around what's going to be edifying for them in life or not is, is poor. Yeah, I think that having – I think um, – Neither asceticism nor comfort are what they're cracked up to be. Like, yeah. you know, as anchors for um, for meaning or something like that. Yeah, and comfort does seem like a really understandable notion to be created by a predictive creature because it's it's the you know it is an attempt at a pre- it's it's trying to create a predictive framework for experience. It's um, but yeah, this is this is media to me now because it reminds me of yeah just my day to day experience of as someone who. You know, I'm not, I, you know, I'm, again, I'm not some amazing person for jumping outside of uh, the bounds of my um, normal everyday experience, but um, I- Oh, I don't think that people that pathologically pursue that are either like necessarily a model for, no, for but I, what we all should be. Yeah, but at the other extreme, I do have a lot of friends who um, spend, I, I see them spending a lot of time making decisions about what to do or not to do based on their sense of- understand of, of fear and panic or stress about what the thing is going to be. And, you know, and on that basis, opting out of a lot of things. And that's a lot of people, a lot of the time, it's me a lot of the time, but, um, I, as you say that long-term, that behavior just defaults you to an idea of, um, the thing that you know is going to be probably fine. Like, um, but as you say, if you were suddenly enforced to just do the things that you were comfortable with as a day job, all the, all, you know, around the clock, um, and these quarantine situations, I guess, have thrown that up for a lot of people, you know, like it's, uh, the, the idea of like, oh, so what you, what you want me to do is just chill out. That's great. But then obviously that's not what anybody wants to do in a sustained fashion. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as someone, it comes back to what I was saying before, like I never, I never predictively, I never want to do anything. When I get up in the morning every single day, I'm like, oh, imagine if I could just goof off all day, but yes, leave me. Um, leave me alone for long enough for, and it, like, I want that sense of really, I just want that sense of freedom of not having to do anything. But then if you leave me to my own devices, if I get a day where I don't have anything on within two hours, I've like devised 
two new projects to do and like message, yeah. Facebook message people to be like, what if we did this and um, made, made more rods for my back? Because I know that without the rods, I won't do the thing. And the thing, fundamentally, these things are things that I want to do. And, every, you know, and they're going to involve moments that aren't the most pleasurable moments. They're going to involve moments of suffering and stress, but they tie into what I want. And as you, as you say, like when I look back part of it and part of this is just the faulty nature of memory. But when I look back and have, um, and think about the times in my life that, uh, have a lot of happy memories attached to them or just memories of like a version of me that felt like it was motoring in a cool, interesting way. Um, if I really thought about it, I'd be like, oh yeah, there were a lot of horrendous, stressful moments in that, but that's not what I'm thinking about now. Yeah. I wonder, it's, we're sort of presupposing that your memory of what's good is also a, like a valid, um, that's it, which it, which it, um, it's, sorry, it's valid, but it's not, um, it's not perfect. No. Um, this to me is the, yeah, this is the interesting thing around the whole topic for me is because realizing that how much comfort is about people trying to just pre or post figure their experience of things and how bad we are at doing it. Yeah. And like, why would you, um, you know, in the abstract, the idea of prioritizing a, a different self other than you in the moment, it seems irrational because you don't know like that, that future self will even exist, let That's alone it. how it will be. Yeah. And what other factors, what other determining it's factors? It's all just predictive, isn't it? Oh mm. man. I can't, I can't wait till some, till we get some step shifts in, you know, what we know about time and things like that. Mm. Yeah. It should be this week sometime. Yeah. It, it probably should. There's more people working on it than ever. Probably. Exactly. Um, what else do we need to talk about? with? Well, I guess that's, I, the reason you brought this topic up, which is kind of se seemingly invisible now, but um, is uh, I, I imagine that there's an idea of comfort that uh, you, from our previous conversation, which is the recorded one that we've lost. Um, is there an idea of comfort that you don't like that is like that people are trying to protect that doesn't, that doesn't serve anything? I think we just, I think it, we just talked about okay, nothing but that for the last yeah. few minutes. I guess we're probably more responsible to be like, all right, what are the positives of comfort that yeah. might protect a good version of it on the list? Um, I mean, practically in really mundane terms there's nothing intrinsically it's it's perfectly practical to have a sense of what things in life make you feel certain ways and being comforted like as a single moment of time um i don't know i have i have an instinct to comfort the people around me that i that i often give into am i is, is um is that rel relative to other human ideas in life? Is that is that a better or a worse thing for me to be trying to do? Uh, like, I, honestly, I just think that the um, the things that you would un like if comfort was a zip file and you opened it up uh, for the like you know zip comfort slash good slash you know let's unzip that. Mm. I think all the things within it are just things that are that are more usefully captured by other ideas. Yeah, by other yeah, ideas. This might be one of those. Yeah, and yeah it's um. And I just <laughs> like, yeah, I love to be relaxed and I love to be, you know, you know, free. From, I love to be autonomous. And I love to be free from obligation. Sure. sure. Also, I just, I, I, um, I'm just laughing at myself because now I'm just picturing the way that I often try and comfort people in life and how ridiculous it is. And, um, obnoxious because, you know, my, as someone who, whenever I'm falling apart, you sort of just tap me on the back. They're there. And then you walk off. <laughs> um, not, you know, just, just flat delivery. They're there. Yeah. But I, I mean, the thing I 
do because again you know i just do the thing that's comforting to me which is probably comforting to a vanishingly small part of the com- of the population which is to just be like you know i'm someone who compulsively just wants to jump straight to a confrontation of reality as it as it probably is and so often i'm just my version of trying to comfort people is just to be like yeah look i mean you know um the considering that the that we're a group organism that is completely flawed at any of the, in terms of our ability to do any of the things we're trying to do the idea of having despair about us failing to do it um is pointless like you know like that's my version of comforting <laughs> and to me that's hugely comforting but you know it's i'm like yeah. i'm like no no the problem is the problem is the story that it was ever going to work out well in the first place if you can separate yourself from that you don't have to have despair or outrage or anger <laughs> On, on any sort of long enough timeline, every dog gets hit by a car. Literally that, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah. Or, or you know, don't worry. Um, this the horrors of the world are nothing new. I think what we need to do is have um, guests on that have been comforted by you, ranking that comfort. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hi, I'm a friend of Nick. <laughs> Pixelated face. <laughs> on the podcast. Um, um, I was first comforted by Nick in 2013. Um, I, if if I were a listener to this episode, I would be wondering why there isn't more emphasis on hot chocolate and you know warm fireplace. And this is the thing, right? Like I pursue pleasurable um, sensory experience every single day of my life. Like you mm-hmm. know, I eat chocolate every day. That's for sure. Great example, Chris. Um, <laughs> you know, I like to sl- I like to do things like sleep in. Oh, or, yeah. or um, read comic books or. Um, hang out with friends that I feel super comfortable with, um, you know, all that stuff. And yeah, uh, again, but it comes back to your idea. It's like, it's, is comfort an intrinsic, is comfort the absolute necessary idea delivery system to get to I that stuff? I think it's probably kind of a trap mm. because I think that um, classifying those things as comfort kind of um, codifies them as separate to the, as, as an antagonist to the, um, the phenomenon that we're talking about, which is where you go outside of that zone and, yeah. and you experience adversity and you can grow through it if, you know, in certain circumstances or whatever. It presents them as different things or as alien to each other. Yeah, it's, yeah, which which they're not. like, And, and you often see people who work really hard struggling um, with A, the feeling that they should be working harder or B, the incapacity to relax. But of course, like across any timeline, any individual who uh, is extremely productive or whatever is also extreme. There's also like taking time off and yeah. like, you know, they're the same thing. They're not, they're not, you can't really have one without the other um, sustainably or like in a way that's going to feel. Yeah. 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 Um, feel like it's ultimately part of a life. And it's just the same with comfort. You can't just, yeah, I don't think um, like all the things that we associate with like feeling good. Um, like, like for example, if it's, we live in an eternal winter and you've always got your open fire and your hot chocolate. Those things aren't good if they're all you've got. Like, yeah. Um, oh yeah. And it kind of, um, so I think it's like, a, I think it's a bit of a false dichotomy. It's, it's a bit of a, yeah, it creates false binaries and also, um, uh, by, you know, it's one thing that props up a n- narrative of justification of pleasure. Yeah. Um, which is something we are pretty against. Yeah. We're pretty against like, like ple- when you were talking about like, I sleep in and whatever, like, I'm like yeah, like, that's not like we've talked about. If you're staying in your safe zone as a lifestyle. It's like it. it's because you want to be doing that at the particular time, and at other it. times you want to be doing other things. Do, doing other things which are, are downright humiliating in how um, much they call out my um, lack of um, comfort or efficacy. Mm. But yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, it's uh, and then something like you know, I think about something like as you say, there's 
the idea of it as a dichotomy. Like I'm going to go to wrestling training tonight. Wrestling training is a f- pretty involved site for me where I, at any given moment, it's something that I'm super familiar with, where I'm afforded power and status in, and also where I'm constantly coming up against like, you know, uh, blunt reality checks about my limitations and failures, long-term failures around certain things and um, contending with a mix of optimism and and an attempt at a clear-eyed assessment of things to build a structure. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The idea of trying to assess what's comfortable or uncomfortable about that, as you say, it's just kind of a faulty, it's a faulty lens, like um, because it's suggesting it's, you're trying to unpick things from each other that aren't different things. Um, It also reminds me (laughs) again, um, uh, self-indulgent digression, but the, um, my, uh, I think about a thing that's happened to me a few times over the years in long-term relationships where partners have tried to comfort me in moments where we've, where we've been in conflict with each other mm-hmm. in a way that's, um, bugged me around a few things like, as in we've been having a, we've been having a fight or a big hand wringing time over stuff in stuff in life and they can tell I'm upset and they've, what they've done is like, uh, and it obviously comes from such a lovely place, but you know, I've been in that moment of wanting to really keep pushing into and confronting the thing that we're talking about and they'll show up, uh, they'll bring me like, um, a chocolate milk or something like that, like something that they like. And, and it's coming from this thing of like, okay, let's just, let's just tamp the situation down let's just give something that's let's give nick something that's going to make him feel better and obviously part of that is just me being upset because i feel like overly seen in that moment and like <laughs> they've, they've they've got too much of an insight into what a simple creature i am but also in that moment it it's always been annoying because i'm like no that's not what i want right now like i'm not looking to be comforted right now as in the thing that's going to make me feel better isn't uh isn't a pleasant sensory experience that like i'd have any time have any time the thing that's going to make me feel better is to keep pushing through this difficult situation to get somewhere through the analysis of it. Like if we're having, if what we're trying to do here is have a, have a, have a talk, then let's have a talk and not um, varnish it with anything else. And again, that just says more about me, but um, it's something that just popped into my head. I like that a lot. I like the idea of you hitting the chocolate milk into the air. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh wait. Oh no, I definitely always drink the chocolate yeah, milk. Yeah, of course. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's very funny as well. This isn't helping. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think this might be the rare occasion, Chris, where you've talked me way down. Yeah, that. I'm surprised as well. I didn't think it was going to be high or anything, but yeah. Yeah, I thought it would just be there, like as a neutral thing, but I think maybe it's bad. I think maybe it's bad. Mm. Uh, should we take it to the list? Is there anything else you want to look at? or can we? I just want to have a, a summary statement for why we think it's bad. I think it's like... Um, it, it, it codifies things that otherwise don't need to be uh, collected, like in a way that it makes you intersect with them um, as, as separate realities to what they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I really do think, I think there are other, I'm interested at cross-mapping ideas like safety and solace and things mm. that will come up, which again, I don't, uh, it's not necessarily that those ideas are going to rank higher or whatever, but I do think it'll be, I, th- I think what you're saying is compelling in terms of I'd, it's hard for me to find a unique value to the idea of comfort in terms of what it's used when it is a faulty predictive tool and a faulty um, mapping and coding tool. Yeah, and I think it cross maps badly with other bad ideas. Uh, yeah. Sorry, it, it, harmfully. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, look, I still think asceticism is worse. Just going, sorry, for go, sure. going to the list now, just in terms of other ideas that have come up, like way worse in terms of just that corrosive, because that's a more active corrosive narrative at the heart of stories. The idea that going through suffering will ha- is, is worthwhile in and of itself or in, it confers a power of experience. Um, uh, right above that, we've got rights, which feels kind of, that feels sort of similar-ish in terms of- yeah. So, going up a bit from there, we've got, so- What's immediately above rights? Debate, which is real bad. That's, Fairness that's bad. is above that. Yeah, maybe it's not as bad as any of these. Mm. Free will, I'm going up. No, it's, not, it's still, yeah, still not that bad. Revolution, redemption, aristocracy, fandom, borders, health, genius, celebrity. I think health is a comparable one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, around health and borders- Seem, yeah, because, I don't know, aristocracy seems comfortably worse just because it's, yeah. um, you know, like what what's even slight um, is just so arbitrary and a crusty thing to have crusted up. Um, fandom is comfortably worse for me, Yeah, I think, um, just because of the, uh, it's one of those bad ones that just affords the empowerment. It just gives, invests power in people in a way that... Um, is gets really toxic. So yeah, around borders and health and genius um, feels right. Any thoughts immediately around how it ranks against those? Feel like because yeah, health again is a. You're right that health is very comparable in terms of an attempt to. It's an attempt to codify to come up with like a coefficient score for a state it's of existence. Just, like it's not just an attempt. It's a. It's a. It's a baked in. Mm. Every day, people are using these that's concepts, it. and that's and that's why they're at the bad yeah. end. I, strangely, I feel I keep thinking of you know the Danish hooker or however you say it, um, the, their concept of like a very specific comfort, which is about being comfortable. I feel like that would be really high in the list because it is exactly what it is. You know, like it's just to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, yeah, because it maps onto a specific thing and a feeling. Yeah. Whereas this, I think, is a broader, um, yeah, a barrier. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think it was. Uh, borders was the one where I'm not sure if it's uh, it's it's probably uh, they're kind of related because you put borders around things to protect it. Yeah, borders is another thing where I just think you know it's um it comes from an understandable place. It's an attempt to solve real. It's an attempt to come to comfort, and you know comfort is an attempt to address real things that are going on in your life. Mm. As is borders, like it's it's about addressing things like resource scarcity and different populations with different agendas existing in different places. But comfort is putting borders around the experiences that you're going to have. Yeah, yeah. Um, borders, borders potentially worse just because it uh, it's you really enact like yeah it, it, it drives you it drives you to like comfort is putting borders around your experiences. Borders is putting borders around every is borders gives you the opportunity to mistreat to make decisions for other people in a way that they have yeah. less control at. Yeah, definitely worse. Com- comfort is, yeah, comfort's giving you a sense of, uh, it's mostly affecting how you, um, in terms of its direct effects, it's things you're doing to yourself. Um, oh, so interesting. Yeah. I'm, I, I really like it because every time we rank an idea and then I catch it in the wild in its, its usage, it's like so fun to have that, you know, just having taken the minute to interrogate it and think about what it is and then to you know, to see how like the same few narratives are pervasive across everything and so many of them don't serve the outcome that they're ostensibly pursuing. Yeah. Um, I, that's my 
that's my um, it's one of my distant and fearful way of saying, Nick, that I really enjoy doing the podcast with you. I'm glad you didn't come at it more directly or yeah. you would have made me cyber blush. Yeah. <laughs> Don't throw the milk, so to speak. <laughs> oh, 14, 16... 18. It's the eighteenth worst idea. Interesting. Or is some? Or I guess that makes it the sixty. Uh, sorry, the fifty something best idea. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Um. But yeah. So underneath health and above borders. Great. Love it. Um. We'll. I'll definitely. We're closing in on around seventy five ideas on the list now. So I'll do another post on the Facebook page of the full list soonish, so that people can have a sense of. Um, uh, complete awe at our flawless ranking skills. It'll be so nice when at the centre of every city is the rank ideas. It's museums, too soft a term, but, you know, mm. um, monument. Yeah. Uh, where people can, you know, exp- experience the list. Like, it, you know, it'll be in the centre, I suppose, on some sort of precious metal. Um, and then around it will be interactive displays of how to engage with all the yeah the ideas. And, and you probably, you know, the creatives that design it will be expert curators and you, the experience may go from best to worst or you can you know have a the bad wing the good wing the, That's you know, it. yeah and some it's people great. and obviously there'll be a subsection of the society that think of that talk about it as overkill considering everyone will also have a miniaturized version of the entire list stitched into their forearm but <laughs> no i mean people will be quibbling about this in an academic way that you would about any anything that you really like God, people are morons. Commotion, this lotion, this lotion, sometimes commotion, sometimes.